the Somali Nomad Podcast. We'd like to thank our sponsor of the day, Skylight Comfort. Get the ultimate comfort with the bird's nest and swing chairs. Swing by their Instagram page at Skylight Comfort and select your comfort today. They are extremely comfy, and I would know because I'm sitting on it as we speak. Yep. I'm definitely getting the sun. Good day, folks. How's it going, guys? How's everything today? Good, good. How are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, so you guys want to introduce yourselves to the audience? Sure, I'll go first. So my name is Layla. Uh, I am an analyst. I work for the federal government, and I've lived in Ottawa my whole life. And I'm Zach. I am a uh, IT help desk representative at a company in Canada, and I've lived in Ottawa my whole life as well. All right, perfect. That's awesome, awesome. And the reason why I want to interview you guys because it was kind of interesting. Um, when you were when we were kind of talking last year about uh, most match, mm-hmm. it was something I wrote about in the book as well. And you, when you told me you matched with somebody and actually you've been talking to somebody, I was kind of intrigued because. You know, like our mutual friend, uh, Kareem, <laughs> kept c- complaining every single time that he couldn't find anybody on Mozmatch. And, like, I've heard f- stories from all my Somali friends that literally couldn't find any matches, and they've always been complaining. So I was kind of, like, interested to see how you guys met through Mozmatch, and you guys want to explain, like, how that process went, in a sense? Yeah, for sure. Um, so essentially, uh, what happened was we met uh, near the beginning of June of last year, yeah. and then... We met each other on, through Musmatch. We swiped right on one another, and then we. She actually messaged me first, um, because she recognized me from a long time ago, from like high school days. So uh, she messaged me first. We, we were we started talking. We were getting to know each other more and more, and then we would message each other for several days, and then we decided to meet um, the week after to get to know each other in person and and meet face-to-face, go for a walk, and get to know each other more. So that's how it all initially started. So we met up, we started walking around, uh, talking, getting to know each other, and then we just started pretty much planning more uh, get-togethers after that to get to know each other more. And uh, alhamdulillah, it has been a very wonderful year, I have to say. <laughs> alhamdulillah. That's good. What about you, Leila? Like, how was it like uh, messaging him? Because it's kind of rare. For I know a lot of sisters will not message guys at all. They, they expect yeah. to do that. I know that firsthand. I've messaged like I every time I would um, um, match them, I would be the one messaging right ahead. So like, what kind of prompt you? Even though he said you you kind of recognized them from high school, was that the reason why you messaged them? Uh, it was partly the reason, but I'm also not afraid to be the person who messages first. Like okay. a lot of the times, uh, I preferred if the guy messaged because I did find that if they messaged first. It would, it would be more successful, our conversation. They seemed more interested. Yeah. Um, but I'm also determined. And if I 
set my mind on something, I'm going to get it done. And when I saw him, I, f I felt something. I was like, I recognize him. I want to talk to him. So I just swiped right and messaged him right away. I'm like, I recognize you. And I didn't really know right away where I knew him from. Yeah. But his face was very familiar, and I knew that I needed to talk to him. Um, so, yeah. Did it help um, that he was in the same city? Definitely. Like, I always had my filters set to Ottawa. And sometimes I would increase it a little bit to like Montreal yeah. but I was I preferred to meet someone in my city because I didn't want to do something kind of long distance and yeah. I know Montreal is not far but yeah. I, I don't even drive so it'd be more difficult to meet up and I know that for at least the short term I want to remain in Ottawa so it'd just be easier okay so like in your mind you never thought of like long distance at that point right like Montreal is like the longest you can go I say, right? <laughs> pretty much yeah I knew from the beginning that I never wanted to do long distance I'm just I don't have the right personality for it and I'm the type of person that I prefer meeting in person. I don't even like texting and calling that much. I need to hang out in person with them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know everybody's on the texting thing most days, or WhatsApp, <laughs> or <laughs> I know that firsthand. So, yeah. So, what was uh, your history on the app like before you guys met? Like, do you want to expand on that? Yeah. So, <laughs> I had a terrible experience with the uh, with the apps in general. Um, I found it very difficult to try to talk to someone and, and hold a conversation. Layla, alhamdulillah, was the only person that I could actually talk to and feel genuinely happy with talking to because we, we, we had that connection going on, like a connection was established, we were vibing very well, she could hold a conversation with me, mashallah, and I felt like she was actually interested in talking to me and wanted to get to know me. Every other person I talked to, all these other, like, uh, girls, there weren't many, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, a couple or a few or something, but yeah. they were all very difficult to talk to, very dry, they don't talk, like, uh, they don't speak to, to you genuinely, they don't message back, like, uh, with some emotion or interest, it's so dry, it, it, it made me feel uncomfortable, it made me feel as if, like, okay, like, I don't belong here. I, I really don't want to be in this conversation anymore because it's not even a conversation. It's just a person, honestly, just like what you, like you said in your book and, and uh, what we were talking about as well in general, like, it's just, it felt like they were basically bored and they were just trying to message you yeah. to, like, you know, um, like, uh, entertain themselves or something of that sort. Yeah. So that was my experience. It was just, it was horrible because people didn't know how to just talk to someone on the app and, and hold a conversation, try to get to know them. It's as if, like, to me it was a shocker when when I read that, oh, they're probably talking to a bunch of different guys, because to me it was never like that. Like, I would only talk to maximum, like, two girls at once, and even then it was polite, I was a gentleman, I was trying to get to know each of them, like, you know, uh, individually, but it only happened, I think, maybe once that I was talking to two girls at once. I always focused on just talking to one person not that I didn't not that I matched with a lot of people I didn't but it's just in general I took it like that and I found that they didn't take it like that they were trying to just I guess as you said you know talk to a bunch of people and some people maybe they friend zone some people maybe they're more interested in but to me it was just difficult to talk to these girls and with Laila alhamdulillah it was not like that but it's a very horrible experience, and thank God Sorry I don't about have to that. do hear about that. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, not it's a unique okay. experience for most guys. I know that. So yeah, what about uh, you, Leila? So I I was on the apps for a few years actually because I always knew what I wanted. I wanted a serious relationship and to eventually get married. 
Um, and I just wasn't meeting anyone at school or through work and even through my friends. Just, it didn't seem like I was getting a chance to meet people. So I wanted to be open-minded and try out the apps. Um, so I tried quite a few of them. Some are much better than others, but I ended up sticking with the Muslim apps and Bumble because Bumble had a filter for uh, religion. Yeah. Um, and my experience was, was okay. It was definitely difficult. I had periods of times where I needed to take a break from the apps because I was just so done with the rude people on there. But it, it, I can't say it was horrible. I did match with a lot of people, and I think girls typically tend to match with more people than guys do. Yeah. But I was very picky about who I would swipe right on and who I would talk to and who I'd meet up with. So I was very clear on my profile that I was looking for something serious. I didn't want to waste someone's time and I didn't want them to have I didn't want them to waste my time. Um, but people, not everyone reads the, your profile. So yeah, yeah. Um, I just kind of take my time talking to someone and I didn't want to meet up with them unless I knew there was a connection there. So in the end, I met up with uh, like a handful of people. Some were really nice. We just didn't click. Some we didn't get along at all. Some were just boring. I don't know. There was a, a variety of people. Yeah. Um, but overall, it was, it was okay. But I was definitely relieved when I got to delete the apps once and for all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. Uh, like, as soon as I meet, match somebody, uh, I delete it right away. And then if it doesn't work, I just go back on, you know, go yeah. through the entire circle of life all over exactly. again. Which is kind of depressing, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, especially when you delete it the first time, you're like, I don't want to see that app anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know that first time with most match, and especially Salams. I don't know if you guys use Salams. Um, no, I don't know that one. It was Minder. It was, a, it was formerly Minder. Oh, they changed their name. They changed okay. their name, yeah, yeah. So, like, I re when I re-downloaded this year, it was called Salams. I was like, oh, okay. But it was the same thing. They kind of changed it now to Facebook now, <laughs> in a wow. sense. So they had, like, like, a Facebook Connect. I don't know if you guys have Facebook still, but, like, they did that for Salams as well. So now, like, they have guys grouping in and talking to about their experiences, and then the girls can do the same thing as well, so. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're trying, but, like, I don't know if it's going to work out <laughs> at that point. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to do a follow-up for you guys. Like, did you guys have any preferences on the app? Like, were you guys just looking for a specific type or were you just looking for like just general I know you said uh, you were picky but look at whatever you Zach were were you picky yourself or do you were you kind of like you know I'll just keep my options open I'll talk to like an Arab or like a black one or anybody else for that matter I was pretty open honestly okay. I I, uh, I wasn't really very picky because I'm someone that believes you know it's, it's nice to meet someone from another culture and, and everything right you learn a lot and yeah. you get to experience something uh, different and it's beautiful you know yeah uh, mashallah but uh, me personally like I I was also at one point starting to get like a little desperate because it yeah. was years like years went by where I was single I was trying to look for someone and I started just getting like like less picky with like certain things like for example age so I would try to like match with someone that could have been a few years older than me and to me it's unfortunate one of the side effects of like being single and being single for a while is at some point some people not everyone's like this but I'm one of these people I start to think okay maybe I should uh, <laughs> just try to find someone amazing and even if they're a few years older than me like yeah. like let's just do it you know like I need to settle down or something right but yeah. That is when I knew that, like, I was kind of crossing, like, uh, you know, into dangerous territories because, you know, 
with like I mean if they're a couple years older than you it's not a big deal but like depending on how much older than you the person is like they might be in a different like generation or mentality or something so you're not in the same place mentally like depending on what you're looking for and stuff but yeah that's that's a long answer of me saying like I used to be a bit picky but then I really loosened up basically um and it was so difficult at that point yeah so yeah yeah. Well, uh, for Layla, like you said, you were picky, but like, would you have like at least been open minded to like the possibility of going branching past that, uh, you know, that specific preference you had? So definitely, yeah. uh, I always kept in mind what it was that I wanted, and I'll give you an example. For me, drinking and smoking was not something. It's not something I do, and I preferred to have or to meet someone who also didn't drink or smoke. And no judgment to anyone who does, but it's just my personal preference. And that was something that I found challenging. A lot of the people that I met either drank or smoked or both. Yeah. So I faced that challenge every time. Like, okay, this person has a really great personality. We click. I'm probably going to have to kind of loosen up and be okay with the fact that they drink or smoke. Deep down, it would bother me a little. But I figured it's maybe not a deal breaker at the end of the day. Uh, some of my deal breakers were like religion, for example. That I just I couldn't get on board with having someone who wasn't Muslim. But drinking and smoking, I, str I struggled with a bit. But I was relieved in the end when I met Zach and he told me that he didn't drink or smoke because it just feels better because we're similar in that way that we yeah. don't drink or smoke. So it, it was challenging at times. And my friends even would tell me that I was being too picky and I had to loosen up a bit. But I, I knew deep down what I wanted. Yeah, I don't think I call that picky. I think that's the bare minimum. For me, I, like another thing would be shisha. Like I'm not, I wouldn't be talking to somebody with their smoking shisha because I feel like shisha and cigarettes are about the same. I don't yeah. know about you guys, but you guys feel that way. Much, yeah. I think shisha's worse than cigarettes. Okay. It is. Like, it is. Yeah. 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 Deadly year for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Um, I was gonna ask. Um, do you guys have any horror stories? that you guys can share on, like, that you guys found on Musmaj or any other app you guys have had? Honestly, so, my worst experiences, like, I've heard people have crazy experiences, terrible ones, but my worst ones were basically, yeah, just trying to talk to a girl, try to get to know her, understand her and everything. She wouldn't respond to me uh, with proper sentences or maybe, like, they'll reply with, like, two words or three words or something like that, like, very basic, and I felt like I was yeah. talking to, like, a robot, you know? But, like, yeah. um, I think, like, the worst experience was someone who just basically left me on red for, like, three days and then told me, oh, sorry, I was dealing with, like, you know, um, some stuff or, or some stuff came up. I wasn't trying to ignore you. And that wasn't, like, a terrible experience. Like, it wasn't something horrifying. It was just the worst experience but it wasn't that bad if, if that makes sense right like yeah. it's on a scale of like one to ten ten being like horrendous it was like a two it wasn't that bad in terms of how bad it was it was just the worst experience that like i had compared to everything else but it wasn't that bad if that makes sense right yeah so essentially for it for me that that was pretty much it like i didn't have any horror stories it was just more of trying to talk to someone and people being very difficult to get to know i think that was like the, the thing that i hated the most about the app <laughs> yeah what about you Layla? same for me i can't say that i had any horrible experiences but i did have one kind of awkward experience that always sticks in my mind 
So at the beginning of my adventures on dating apps, I was using the app Plenty of Fish, which I don't recommend, by the way. <laughs> it's yeah. probably one of the worst ones. <laughs> but so I was talking to this guy who, who was Muslim, and before we even got to the how are you phase, right away he started telling me everything that I needed to do and the way I needed to dress if things were to be successful between us. So he would tell me that you know, if I wanted to go to the gym, I can go to the gym, but it has to be an all-women's gym and I have to dress a certain way. Outside of the gym, I always have to be uh, wearing like, very modest clothing, nothing form-fitting because I needed to hide my lumps, which is the most awkward word I've ever heard to <laughs> wow. describe them. But I was just shocked that he was telling me all of this from the very beginning before I knew anything about him, before he knew anything about me. Yeah. So that was a major red flag from the beginning and I got myself out of that conversation as fast as possible. But it was just so weird to me. I wonder what's going through those guys' minds when they like they do that every single time. I've heard those horror stories over and over again. I just don't understand. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what, do you think that that's a way you're going to get someone on board? Like, I'm just going to say, oh, okay, that sounds good to me. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Their, their way of, like, talking to women in general is like, it cringes more than anything else I've ever heard at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. They must be fresh off the boat or something if I'm they assuming, think like that, you I'm know? Assuming, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but plenty of fish, though. That's, uh, that's shocking. Yeah. I've heard that website, like, back in 07, and, like, when mm -hmm. I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not the best website. I saw no, that. Yeah, not at all. yeah. But Tinder, I think, yeah. kind of took over at that point now. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what was the the process for you guys uh, after you guys matched? Like, uh, what did you guys do like after the initial conversation um, on the app? So I think it was about a week later we met up in person, and okay. during that time we were just texting and having phone calls. And I think our second date was four days after that. But we just spent a lot of time outside because we met during the pandemic, so there wasn't a lot to do. So we just go out for walks, get ice cream. I think one of our most fun dates was a, a movie, the drive-in theater that we went to, which was which was really fun. But um, so th that's like how our dates were. I think we were very open with each other from the beginning too about what we were expecting, what we wanted. So we clicked from the beginning because we had that open communication with each other. And things just felt pretty easy and like we were on the same page. Okay. What about you, Zach? Yeah, that was, uh, I felt the same way, to be honest. Like, I felt like everything was easy. We were connecting well, vibing well. We told each other exactly what we're looking for and what we expected. And... Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was honestly a great experience. Alhamdulillah. I have to say that was the easiest experience I had getting to, to know someone. So the process went well. It was very easy, very smooth. It was uh, honestly, it still feels, uh, back then I felt this way, and to, to this day it still feels this way, but it feels like God <laughs> set this up, and it's like a match made in heaven. You know, alhamdulillah. Yeah, alhamdulillah, so, yeah. um, mm -hmm. A follow-up, like, uh, for you guys... Um, that initial conversation of like guys establishing like um, like uh, the way the kind of everything kind of flowed was that critical in like especially in the first phone call or, or even messaging on the app because that's what I kind of do beforehand like I tell a lot of guys don't flirt on the app like just like mm -hmm. kind of like get to know the person first and then start like you know talking to the person on the phone or in per uh, or like on, over the phone or in person was that kind of like the same with you guys like you guys once you guys met or talk over the phone you kind of establish the tone mm-hmm yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think, like I was, I was saying before, I never wanted to waste anyone's time or 
have yeah. and waste my time. So I appreciated that he was open about what he was expecting out of this with me, and I, I was the same. And that was critical. I, I feel like if someone isn't open with me from the beginning, I have a harder time trusting them. Yeah. And it makes me... Like, I'm going to have a harder time opening up too. So it was definitely critical to the success of the, the, the partnership. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, Zach? Likewise. I was... For me... I wanted someone to be upfront and honest about what they're expecting and what they're looking for because I'm the same way. I don't want to waste someone's time and I don't want them to to waste my time either. So when Laila and I started talking from the very beginning, it was just us talking about like uh, what we're expecting, what we want, what where we plan to be, both of us in a couple of years. And we had the same answers. We wanted to, to be married. We wanted to settle down and have a life together with someone. And, and alhamdulillah, from the very beginning, we were on the same page. And for me, it has to be like that when, when I'm meeting someone, um, I have to know and understand where they want to be, where they want to go. It's critical that we get that covered because otherwise you're going to be wasting time if the person doesn't know what they want. And that was something you touched upon in your book as well. And I found that was a negative experience I had as well when I was on the app is that people didn't seem like they knew what they wanted. And that just annoyed me because I thought, then why are you on the app, (laughs) right? But uh, alhamdulillah with Layla, it was very smooth and and we had that conversation early on and it started off the relationship on a very, very positive note. Yeah. I, I can uh, I can do a counter uh, question mm-hmm. like because like I've got a lot of people who kind of like disagree mm-hmm. on the concept of like establishing something serious or like I was just speaking with my previous guest Steve on the last episode and mm-hmm. he was kind of like mentioning how he doesn't like talking to women or like having men talk to women in a serious tone the kind of like letting things go do you consider those kind of guys serious or you feel like they're time wasters like, especially for you Leila and you can comment on that, Zach. Like, do you feel like in the end, if guy doesn't say anything in the get go and kind of like wants to go in the flow, do you feel like he's a time waster in a sense? I don't know if I'd call him a time waster, but I'd question why he's not comfortable talking about it right away. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you know what you want, yeah. then we should be able to talk about it as soon as possible. Because yeah. then I don't know what we're waiting for and how will I know when's the right time for us to talk about that stuff. Yeah. It just makes me feel like he's unsure of things. Okay. What about you, Zach? Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like maybe he's unsure, but me being me, and you know how I am, I uh, I don't judge. I uh, you know not that Lila, of course, is judging. She's not right, yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying me personally. I never judge anyone. I always yeah. have benefit of the doubt, so I would try to understand their intentions, like Lila was saying. Basically, try to understand why they they're not ready to talk about that or or see like what's going on, right? Because. That to me is, if I was to meet a girl that uh, said the same thing to me, to me it's a bit of a red flag because it makes me think, okay, so are you ready? Are you not ready? Like, is this going to become a problem down the line because you're not ready to have that conversation? And what if you end up backing out and then I get hurt or something, right? Like, that's kind of what my brain starts, like, it starts to go down that path and think that way, even though it may not happen it's just my brain starts considering all the possibilities, right? And scenarios. So to me, it's like, for someone that doesn't want to start talking about serious things right from the beginning, um, you have to understand that it starts to look strange to the other person, especially from a Muslim background. We don't believe in really dating or anything like that for a long time. It's like, now you do, because you have to get to know each other and everything, but things are supposed to develop 
decently quickly, not like in a month, but like after some time, it should be developing quickly. So you need to have that conversation from the beginning to state your intention because Islamically, that's what we do, right? We state our intentions from the very beginning, plain and simple and clear. So, sorry, that was a bit of a ramble, but <laughs> essentially that's how I look at it, right? It's like yeah. you have to have that conversation because otherwise it starts to look bad if you're not willing to talk about the serious stuff. It just makes it look like, why are you doing, Why don't you want to talk about it? Like, what's going on? Well, what, what are you potentially hiding? And will this cause problems down the line? Because maybe you'll back out since you'll feel like I'm not ready. Sorry, I can't do this. And we've been talking for, let's say, like, a couple months or a few months, you know, and that's time wasted um, getting to know someone for a couple of months or a few months or something, right? So, yeah. And, and yeah. just because you have those serious conversations from the beginning doesn't mean you're committing to anything. It's, you're just sharing what your goals are with someone to make sure you have the same goals. I feel like maybe people think that if we're going to talk about, you know, I want to get married, you want to get married, doesn't mean we're going to get married to each other. We still need to take that time and get to know each other, but it's good to know that we both share the same goals. Yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. guys, don't jump the gun. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys that kind of like, I, I know a lot of guys that have that serious conversation. They feel like, oh, this girl's it, you know, and then they just jump the gun and then the girl's like, oh, oh, oh slow down, you know, like, mm-hmm. I gotta, give me time. You know, I don't even know you at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, like, especially in regards to time wasters, uh, you guys can comment on it. Like, uh, you guys said you met within a week, right? And um, how long would you give a person, especially you meet online, that time? before you meet if you feel like if they kind of delay for a couple weeks you feel like you're moving on like what's kind of like the mental like uh, timeline you have like when you match with somebody and like given like getting their phone number or talking to them or even meeting with them like what would you think that timeline would be uh i would say maybe a week and a half to two weeks until you meet in person that way like it you, you can talk in that time and then you should be hopefully comfortable enough if everyone is serious and, and is you know genuinely having a, like holding the conversation with one another mm-hmm. then you should be able to be fairly comfortable enough like uh, around like maybe the week to week and a half because you're talking every day and just mm-hmm. co- having a conversation but i feel like a week and a half to two weeks is fine because it's just a casual meeting where you go out get to know each other walk and talk or do something if there's no pandemic right yeah, yeah. you can like go for dinner or coffee or something yeah. um but yeah, I think honestly, a week and a half to two weeks should be okay, okay. because it's uh, you've had some time to talk and get to know each other a bit and get a bit comfortable, and then meeting in person, it, it's less nerve wracking, you know. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. Yeah. Well, what about you, Leila? I don't think I'd measure it in time. I'd measure it more in number of conversations, okay. just because not everyone would respond every day. We didn't always talk every single day yeah. with certain people. So if a week passed and we'd only talk once then that's not enough time for me we we need to have maybe several conversations before i feel comfortable meeting up mm-hmm. do you guys think it's a turn off if somebody messages you every day especially within the first like match because i i feel like it is in my, my personal opinion like like if someone messages you every single day like you're like hey like even before you like, even meet up with them like i don't know about you uh, zach or Layla. like i think it depends yeah so I think if I'm interested in yeah. someone and they message me every day, then yeah. I'm happy about that because I okay. want to be talking to them. But if I feel like maybe I'm not so interested in their mes- messaging me every yeah. day, then I, I don't like it as much. So maybe okay. it's dependent on how I feel. Okay. What about you, Zach? No, I honestly uh, feel the same way. Like if uh, if 
if someone messages me and I like them, I'd be happy to hear from them because I like the person and they're being sweet. They're saying, hi, how are you? I hope you have a great day or something. Sweet things like that are what I would say to the girl if I liked her and I wanted to pursue her and have something serious with her. And I think it's uh, sweet that she reciprocates it too because it shows me she's also interested in me and you know, wants to pursue something too and wants to pursue me, right? Yeah. So to me, it makes me feel good because it's like, okay, so we're on the same page here. We're both romantic and sweet, you know, and and I appreciate that. I like that. Yeah. But what about, yeah. like, in the guy's side? Do you think the guys are kind of desperate? Like, especially if they message a girl, they're interested every single day? Because that's, that's the mm-hmm. vibe I get. That's why, I like, when I see a girl doing that, I feel like it's a desperation type thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, but, like, on the guy's side, do you think it's desperate? desperate? In regards to like messaging that same girl, especially you match, you feel like, oh my god, that's it, and then just messaging every day. No, I I don't think it's uh, like it depends on how you do it. I feel because yeah. you know, this might sound super corny or cliche yeah, yeah, or something, yeah. but yeah. I message Layla good morning every morning and that's different. You guys have a, a good relationship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like the but first even week when you first yeah. match. I like I highly mm-hmm. doubt like Layla, for example, if a guy matches with you, message you every day, and you're like, kind of like. Okay, what's up with here? You know, like at that point, you know, like, but I guess if you like the guy, you mention it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you mention if you, got, if you like the guy, you're okay with. But if you're unsure, like that's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like if it's someone that's you know starting to like, let's say a guy and a girl meet, and then they're getting to know each other, and they're messaging messaging each other good morning and good night every like day, like every morning and every night, for example, yeah. like maybe it's a bit overkill if they just met and they're doing it every day but it's nice that they're having that conversation and they're wishing each other a nice day um maybe that happens a little bit later in the relationship but like i don't think it's bad to message every day it's it's depends on what you're saying right but maybe the first few days or a couple weeks don't message every day but like you know every couple days hey how are you i hope you're doing well i hope you have a nice day yeah. You know, like, I think that's how it should start yeah. until eventually get to the point where you can message each other every day and wish each other a nice day yeah. and then build from there. But sometimes the conversation doesn't end, right? Sometimes you start the conversation and then the person doesn't respond at night, so it continues into the yeah. next day. So if it's that kind of conversation, then I kind of want them to respond every day so yeah, that yeah. you can just have the conversation. Yeah, yeah. If it's dragging on for so long, I'm going to get bored. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. For me, I just say good night. <laughs> that's just me. Like it hits eleven, I'm like good night. You know? I, I say hello in the morning. That's it. That's me. Yeah. I, I, I've done those long, most match conversations for a week or two. I, I kind of get bored. I'm not gonna lie. Even if I am interested, like I just like get the number. Then now there's like, a call feature. I don't know if you guys even know that there's a call feature most match. So if I mm-hmm. tried it, and it's like you get straight to the point. You know, most of the time. So that's actually mm-hmm. good. Instead of like messaging every few days, stuff yeah. like that. You know, it's kind of like, good night. You guys did mention about dates, right? Like, you guys said you guys went to a drive-thru and stuff like that. Like, what kind of, like, dates would you guys, like, recommend, uh, especially for people meeting online and stuff like that? Like, Well, the first date, meet somewhere in public. Okay. You don't know the person. Especially, yeah. like, girls, yeah. just take care of yourself. Yeah. I, I would always make sure at least one person knew where I was going and who I was going with, just in case. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, a, a walk is always really nice. Okay. Going to a coffee shop. I, I wouldn't recommend dinner because if the conversation is not going well, you need a quick out. <laughs> 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 
Building a sword. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You don't want to uh, dine and dash, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's actually hilarious. Um, I would suggest the same thing, like maybe go out somewhere in public. Uh, I'm always comfortable with the idea of going for coffee or something because at least like it's decently short, like it's, it's not too long, it's not too short. Um, and you're also enjoying a cup of coffee or like a latte or whatever it is that you like, right? Um, I always thought that was a nice first date as well. And then maybe go for a walk or something, yeah. depending on how much time you have and what you want to do, of course. But I would suggest that for a first date, just somewhere public, somewhere nice, casual setting, have a cup of coffee or go for a walk or do both. Something easy going for the first time. Just so that, like, like an environment where you can really talk and get to know one another and get to know each other's backgrounds. And that could be anything, right? As long as it's not like a movie theater or something yeah, because yeah. you can't do that there, right? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Follow, follow a question. Uh, mm-hmm. Who pays in, on, on, on dates? <laughs> Guys? Or, or is it kind of like let the girl pay her own thing, let the guy pay her own thing? So, me personally... Um, I grew up, like, in a very old-fashioned way, so I try to be a gentleman, you know, like, I, I'll pay for, like, the first date and, you know, um, like, some lunch or dinner or something like that, like, later on, but I think at some point, like, it's, it's, it has to be, like, 50-50, you know, like, you can't, you can't always have one person paying all the time, um, sometimes, like, you share or sometimes it's one person depends on like how it plays out like how things go right so like the first date it'll be me for example paying for you know the coffees or whatever it is and then next time it could be her or it could be shared you know and then the time after that it'll be whatever it is right so yeah. that's how I always looked at it like it's just 50-50 at the end of the day Man, you'll fit in yeah. the 60s <laughs> yeah <laughs> what about you Leila? so I like if the guy pays on the first date yeah it's just a nice feeling i guess i'll always offer but i i, I would like you know for them to, to say that they're gonna pay then i'll offer and be like oh no no it's fine i can take care of it and then yeah. for them to be like no no i got this and yeah. then i'll back off yeah that's how i like the first one to go yeah um but after that i definitely start pushing a little more because i don't think it's fair for them to pay for every day so yeah. i think it's fair to kind of switch back and forth or eventually just everyone pay for your own meals yeah What's the biggest no-no, and especially meeting up with that person the first time? Like, what's the biggest, like, don't do that, uh, like, when you meet up with a person on the first date? You feel like, it, especially if you're meeting a person on the app, or, like, hook up, or family hook up, or friends hook up, whatever. What's, like, the biggest, like, do not do this type thing? Oh, I have one. Yeah. Ask the person questions. Don't just sit there and talk about yourself for the whole time. This has happened to me before and it's extremely boring. It's nice to have a back and forth conversation with someone. Make sure you're asking them questions too. Okay. Interesting you say that because I actually uh, met up with someone once and we were talking, getting to know each other once and she thought I was interrogating her. (laughs) 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 I was like, do I look like a CSIS agent or something? Like I'm not even in the suit and tie. Like, you know, like what's going on? But... (laughs) Yeah, she thought I was interrogating her. I was like, okay. Wow, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, needless to say, it wasn't really a good experience for her, for both of us, I guess. But, I think uh, there's yeah. a happy medium in between. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't everything yeah. you were saying a question at that point? No, it was just honestly, like, I would ask her questions to try to get to know her, but then I would try to speak about myself as well. Yeah. I tried to make it 50-50 because I try to be conscious of those things, right? But yeah, it was just a very strange experience because she thought that I was interrogating her. But 
I was also talking a little bit, but I don't want to talk all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So I asked questions, and they were questions just to get to know her, like, you know, so do you like this or do you like that, right? And I don't understand how that can be interrogation because I'm not asking about what you did for the past five years and then where yeah. your family members were yeah. <laughs> during this time. Like, it makes no <laughs> sense, but yeah. So anyways, um, but to answer your question, honestly, yeah. a major no-no, I, I guess I would say can't really think of anything at the top of my head, but... Uh, Maybe don't talk don't about know. previous relationships. Unless they ask, yeah. then you're kind of being invited to speak about it, but don't just bring it up That's all true. the time in conversation. No one wants to hear that. That's yeah. true. If, if, for example, they do ask, what kind of answer do you see in a red flag? If, like, for example, if they speak badly of their ex or something bad happened, is that like a big like, red flag you say? For either guys? I'd be concerned. Mm -hmm. yeah. it, it depend on what exactly they said and also their tone. Like I think I'd be worried about one them saying things that are really aggressive about yeah. their ex. Or on the other hand, if they're speaking from a place where it sounds like they still might have feelings for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's interesting. What about you, Zach? Honestly, I would say like I would try to understand again, you know, not being judgmental or anything, because um, I've met people that have had terrible experiences with an ex, like you know, uh, she did him wrong or he did her wrong or something, and they just had all this, you know, legitimate anger and frustration towards them, and their tone would be, let's say, like you know, very angry, right? But it was legitimate, and so I, I would, I would say, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. You're not being biased, or it's not a red flag that you're being so negative about this particular experience or memory. It's because you were treated terribly by her or by him. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would try to understand, like you know, the, the full story, and then see if they're, you know, like a little crazy or something, or, or biased, or if it's actually coming from a legitimate place because. Experiences, like, things happen in life. You have experiences that make you the way you are, that turn you into the person that you are. And, you know, you it's it's like a legitimate thing. Like, no one can, no one has a right to discredit it. You know, like if someone from, for example, like, you know, not to make it super political or anything like that, but let's say someone who was, you know, African-American or Palestinian was to express, you know, their experiences dealing with racism or discrimination or whatever from the places they come from, yeah. that's a pretty legitimate thing. No one can go and tell, you know, an African-American or African-Canadian, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just yeah. being sensitive. Yeah. It's like, really? Like, yeah. I got pulled over 20 times because of my skin color, but yeah. this guy who's whatever was driving like a 200 kilometers per hour on the highway, cop literally waved at him, you know? like, yeah. Yeah. And, and same thing with being like Palestinian, for example. Like, you get discriminated against if you're in Palestine. And so no one can say that, their experiences are not like legitimate right so the point is is that you know that's a very those extreme cases but some people go through some horrible experiences with certain people and you know it's it's a legitimate where they're coming from is a very legitimate place right yeah. so i just try to think of it that way because you have to give people benefit of the doubt right like yeah. not everyone has terrible like intentions or is the type of person to just you know deflect blame off of them and blame it on someone else some people are like that. I've met people like that. Other people, they've been through something so bad that they that their experiences are legitimate and they can sound super angry, but it's because they, they went through something horrible, right? Yeah. So, yeah, long explanation, <laughs> but... 
Uh, I was, the next question I wanted to guys ask is like, uh, what advice would you uh, guys give to people using uh, like the apps that we we're just talking about, and what they need to look for in the right match? So number one, be patient. It's definitely not easy being yeah. on these apps, and you're gonna end up talking to a lot of people before you find even one person that you might hit it off with. So just be patient. You might get jaded at times after being treated badly. Take breaks from the app when you need it. It's not healthy being on them all the time. And just try to figure out why you're on the app and keep in mind what it is that you want. If it is a serious relationship that you're looking for, then just hold on to that. Keep looking, don't settle. You'll find the right person. Okay. And what about you, Zach? Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, on top of that, I also would suggest that uh, people be, like, as Laida said, patient. And I would say also be kind, be good, know what you want and what you're looking for before you get on the apps and start looking for people. Um, be nice to people, be genuine, try to actually talk to people and get to know them. Um, and even if someone is going to try to flirt with you right off the bat or, or be, you know, some sort of creep or something like that. Don't let that jade you or affect you. Don't let that experience carry over towards new people you meet. Always have a fresh, clean slate with people and talk to them as if it's someone that is completely brand new and like almost like, you know, just born into the world. Like they were born yesterday. You know, you have to, you know, think very positively and highly of everyone because that's what they deserve in the very beginning since you don't know them that well. So don't bring baggage with you from previous negative experiences, basically. I would say be a good person, be a kind person. And the reason why I say that is because God also loves good, kind people and he will remove obstacles out of your way. So even if you are struggling really hard and you're a good person, you're never alone. God will be there for you and he will remove all sorts of obstacles for you because he's the only one that can do that. Even if you're going through the worst things in life. And even with dating, it's difficult to find someone good. I never thought that I would find someone that I, I, that is essentially perfect for me. And alhamdulillah, I got lucky finding Layla. But it's not because of me. It's because God made that happen for me since I was trying to be a good person, do good things for people, have good intentions, and, and genuinely try to be a good person and help people and all that stuff, but that's why, that's why I think God rewarded me with someone as amazing as Layla. It's because I actually wanted to be a good person, never tried to hurt anyone, never tried to be a creep, never did anything that would bother anyone or make them uncomfortable, because God says good in the Quran, good people will be with good people and bad people will be, will be with bad people. So you have to put good, positive energy and vibes out there, and it will come back to you. Not to sound like some spiritualistic like <laughs> weirdo, but it's how the universe works. It's how yeah. Allah set up the system. He said, look, you do good, you put good out there, I'm going to take care of you. That good's going to come back. And vice versa, you put bad out there, yeah. that bad's going to come back right at you and hit you hard right in the face. You know? So. I think yeah. another piece of advice I'd give is put some effort into your profile. At the very minimum, take some nice photos of yourself I don't want to see blurry photos in 2021. We all have the best camera phones at this day and age. Take some nice photos and try to fill out your profile. I mean, with Zach, he actually only had one photo, and I did ask for more because I wanted to see that this was yeah. a real person. But he had actually filled out his profile, and a lot of the stuff that he wrote in his profile 
it really resonated with me and it made me more interested in talking to him. Yeah. So it helps really put the effort in. Yeah. Is that uh, for sisters? Because I've seen a lot of sisters with blurry photos. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, it's a lot yeah. more uh, Muslim than, than they are. Uh, I don't know about the guys, actually. I don't look like guys, but, yeah. but mm-hmm. the sisters, I see a lot of blurry photos. I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does exist, yeah. Okay. And like when I do talk to them, they just say, hey, I get a lot of creeps messaging me. I don't want people looking at my photos. Imagine if I talk to you and this doesn't work out, I don't want my photo, you know, because people can take snapshots off your phone, right? Mm-hmm. So that's another thing too, right? So, yeah. So do you feel like those sisters have like, like, are kind of like, you know, guarded a bit and then yeah. kind of let them like, hey, take pictures of yourself and let it out or? I mean, I, I get it. Some people are guarded. They're worried when they, um, when they go on these apps but the response you're going to get and the response that you should expect is someone is going to ask for your photo. Yeah. And you have to be comfortable sharing that at some point. It's scary meeting up with someone and not knowing what they look like. Yeah. So at some point, you're going to have to share it. If you don't want to put it on your profile, fine. Maybe you could add a little message in your profile saying, we'll share photos like down the line mm-hmm. in a future conversation. Yeah. But you can't hide them forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it? Do you do you expect guys, for example, like to message when they do match with the, to ask right away for the photo, or do you feel like talk to the person first and then ask for the photo afterwards? I mean, if I didn't put my photo, I wouldn't be surprised if they asked for it. Right? Okay. A, a lot of guys. I mean, humans can be superficial. We want to know that we're attracted to the person yeah. before we start talking to them. Right? It's uncomfortable yeah, if yeah. you don't feel attracted to them yeah. and you have to end the conversation. So I would expect it. Um, and I think they should too, but I get yeah. what they're, where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any advices for the brothers on the, those apps? We do know uh, a certain person, Kareem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kareem is just a very special person. Like, he's just... <laughs> I love him, though. He's amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, honestly, I would say the same thing as before. Be genuine. Yeah. Know what you're looking for, but also be patient and kind. And, you know, for the brothers in general... And for the ladies too, but like for the brothers, you know, this is to all the brothers, never be a creep. And this is especially to the people who are being creeps because the creeps are ruining it for the other guys because now girls are thinking, oh my God, all guys are creeps. Mm -hmm. Well, no, not all guys are creeps. I wasn't a creep. You're not a creep. You know, like Kareem and all these other people aren't creeps. But that's, I think the biggest issue is that girls have trust issues because the guys are playing games or trying to be weird or even if they're not playing games, they're just straight up creeps. And it makes them feel like, is every guy like this? Because once you introduce that thought, right, it's, it's like inception. That seed just grows, yeah. you know? Yeah. But um, it's just at the end of the day, if everyone puts good positive vibes out there, it'll spread. And so guys... Stop being creeps. Don't be perverts. <laughs> Don't be weirdos. And there are girls that have their problems too. Don't worry. Like you'll hear about that soon too. Like I- I'm not criticizing just one group of people. It's just all about us being good towards one another, guys and girls. But to the guys specifically, don't make girls feel uncomfortable because that will spread, and they'll start having negative, uh, you know, mentality and thought process about men, and then men who are good and are looking for someone will not be treated with the respect and be treated the way that they deserve to be treated because the girl has been jaded and bitter from the way that she's been cheated by some men. A guy tries to talk to her and she's going to start thinking, oh my God, here's another guy. And it's like, she's thinking that because of all the other guys that have like 
harassed her basically or have been weird with her now she's assuming that like every other guy is going to be like that but what if an amazing guy comes along and you don't treat him the right way because you got jaded and bitter from all the other guys you shouldn't because like i said start with a clean like fresh slate with every new person you meet right but at the same time it's not fully her fault that she's like this because all those guys like uh were harassing her and being like disrespectful towards her you know like that's my advice for the guys and for the girls you know um don't be jaded don't be bitter there's a lot of crappy people out there it's unfortunate and for the guys too who meet like not so great girls you know it's the same thing it applies to you too but like um everyone just needs to never let any negative experience bother them and like i said before just be a good person it really isn't that difficult like don't put bad energy out there because it will come back to you and it will start affecting other innocent people too who don't deserve it because of your you know bad energy you're putting out there male or female right don't let your history be your future exactly yeah that's basically at that point yeah because mm-hmm. like there is a lot of people i think more of the guys i feel like the guys kind of need more of that because like i feel like they don't know what they want most of the time mm-hmm. a lot of these matchmaking apps even tinder or bumble or mm-hmm. or hinge or stuff like that they're just so desperate like they're just messaging every single girl and like, mm-hmm. they're just looking for like they they all think of one thing we all know what they're thinking right so yeah. <laughs> you, that's not the end all be all like in the end especially if you're looking for a relationship that's not something you should mm-hmm. be thinking about first and foremost Yes, attractiveness is key, but like it's not the only thing at that point. No, it isn't. Yeah. It's all about the personality and the yeah. way that you treat one another, yeah. right? And yeah, yeah that's yeah. the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, last question: uh, Would you guys recommend using the app uh, to meet potential suitors, or do you think there's another way? So, I think the reality of the situation we're in now these days, our generation is always on social media. We connect with each other via the internet and our phones. So I think at some point people need to be open-minded and, and consider using the apps. You definitely can meet people in other ways. And I always wanted to meet someone organically so I had, could have this really cute story of how we met. Yeah. And it, that just didn't happen. It's possible, but make it easier on yourselves. And you'll have a higher chance of meeting people if you use the apps because you can interact with more people at once. So... I don't want to say I recommend them, but be open-minded to trying them. Okay. What about you, Zach? Yeah, I feel like, honestly, yeah, you have to be open-minded because this is now the main way that people are getting to know each other. But I'm someone that's completely against using apps in general because it's not personal and I'm a social person. I like to, as you can tell, talk (laughs) a lot and explain things and get to know people and and socialize i prefer seeing someone face to face because then you can actually have that human element there and there's more emotion in person but when you're behind the screen there's less emotion you don't feel like you're talking to a human being and it honestly there's reasons why you can't have like a proper flowing and and good conversation like of course people get busy that's fine you know like you have to message hours later because you're working or you're doing this or, or you're seeing a friend or whatever it is right but like um some people you know even without those legitimate reasons they still don't message or talk to you and hold the conversation because it's over phone and it's just not the best way to communicate with someone and so you you start to think okay why are we doing this like it's better just meet up in person talk face to face if they need to go for whatever reason they can go but in the meantime at least we're talking we're getting to know each other we can assess each other and and you know like 
our, our bodies can tell us what we feel and our instincts can kick in and tell us like, you know, okay, this is good or this isn't good based on the human connection you're having and like the, the vibes you're getting off one another, you know, and like the body signals and signs and all that stuff. Yeah. So apps, they're not the best, but unfortunately, especially with COVID, <laughs> like yeah. it's the best way to try and like meet someone, especially from like a social distanced uh, type of like society that we're in. Right. But um, yeah, I, I prefer in person and all the problems on top of what I just mentioned make yeah. the apps even less desirable in my eyes. But unfortunately, you're kind of stuck with it. <laughs> yeah. Zach mentioned that uh, he's a very old school guy. So mm-hmm. if he didn't meet you on Muzzmatch and he cold approached you on the street, would you give him a shot? Oh, yeah, I would. Okay. I feel like a lot of guys, I mean, I wouldn't do it either. It's hard to approach someone yeah. just out in public, right? Yeah. But I always wish that someone would. I yeah. think once in my life someone has approached me and complimented me and, and asked me out. Yeah. And I was actually seeing someone at the time, so I had to decline. But it made me feel good. Yeah. And it, it's nice when it happens. So Is I, there a proper way of like doing it? Um, and like which setting would you say because like the pickup artist thing has been going on for like a long time <laughs> mm-hmm. and the way they do it is so wrong I know that first time like I learned a bit of those techniques and seeing that I was like okay I would never want to do it but it gives confidence for guys to at least know how to talk to women but like is there scenarios where you are okay with like a guy approaching you compared to like where you're extremely busy and they don't know that and they come up to you from behind like hey how's it going and they tap you in the shoulder and you're like turning around like what does this guy want <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I feel like there are probably more appropriate places than others. Yeah. You maybe have to judge based on what the person is doing at the time. Yeah. For me, I was just walking on the street on my way to meet my friend. Okay. And he stopped me and said, oh, you look like you're in a hurry. Like, where are you going? What's yeah, going yeah. on? Kind of thing. Yeah. Then we just sparked a conversation from, from that. If he had opened with a pickup line, those do not work on me. I do not like them. I mean, they're funny, but I don't want to be... Yeah. I don't want someone to say that it's, to me. It's, it's literally like you're a number at that point. Because like, yeah. you're like, who's the Elsie does he talk to? Exactly. Yeah, yeah it just it gives me a weird feeling. Yeah, yeah. So if you just approach someone politely and spark up a conversation or compliment them, like, oh, I really like your shoes or I like your yeah. hair or something, you know? Yeah. Just open it in a positive way and you might get a positive reaction back. Yeah. And if you don't, that's okay. Not everyone wants to be approached. I think people have very uh, specific reactions at the gym. You know, not yeah. everyone wants to be approached at the gym. Maybe yeah. that's somewhere just leave people alone. <laughs> but use your judgment. Try it if you really want to talk to someone. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, hey, at least you are brave enough to try. What would you uh, say if you ever met her in person and off the app? Like, what would be the cold approach you say Ooh. to her? Oh, honestly, I'm not. I've never really. I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I would have to think about like the context we're in or the situation we're she in. She said or something, on the so. street. So uh, that scenario. So what would you do? Uh, you saw her on the street. Let's what set is, the scene. So, <laughs> I was on my way to see a musical with my friend. I'm in a, a nice dress and nice shoes. I have my makeup and hair done. I'm in a bit of a rush, and you stop me. What do you say? Oh, see, that's uh, I can't answer that because I wouldn't even stop you in the first place. I'd feel like it's rude yeah. for me to stop you if you're in a rush and everything. I would definitely compliment you and say, "Oh, you look very lovely," you know, and like you have a very nice dress and nice shoes, right? Like um, your hair's all done up. You look uh, like wonderful. But I wouldn't stop someone on the street because I feel like it it might annoy them or like maybe it's rude or something, and they might just yeah. get annoyed. Like, okay, I'm trying to go like 
don't talk to me. Don't like yeah, yeah. flirt with me or hit on me or whatever. Like, leave me alone. I'm trying to move yeah. on to towards my event. Get yeah. out of my way, right? Yeah. That's how I think maybe a girl might take it. So, how was that when uh, you just said that right now? It's like a compliment your shoes and your hair and stuff. I like that. I'm yeah. always <laughs> that. I put some effort in. I want someone yeah. to recognize Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is that what goes on in a lot of women's mind when they make do makeup and they go out? Like, they feel like, hey, like I want somebody to at least notice me. I mean, it's nice when it happens, but I don't expect it because yeah. I do it for myself. It makes me feel more confident. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I feel like girls tend to compliment each other a lot. So when you get it from a guy, it yeah. does feel extra nice. Okay, okay. Not creepy. Mm-hmm. So no. that's good, good not to know. Compliments are good. Like... Compliments can get creepy depending on what you're saying, right? But keep it halal. Keep it Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Especially with uh, Laila, you know, like she's not into uh, like people saying like you know strange things or inappropriate things, right? Because yeah, and I'm the same way. Like I'm not, I'm someone that you know considers myself a gentleman, and she you know considers herself a lady, right? And so we you know we t- we think that people should have a certain level of class and yeah. you shouldn't like say certain things or do certain things because it doesn't make you look like a classy like you know gentleman or lady or something right yeah. like depending on what you're saying or doing right but uh yeah i mean for me like if we were at the same events together or something and we managed like we were just looking at each other or something and we smiled at one another, I'd maybe come over and say hi and say, how did you like the event? Or, well, first I'd start off by saying, you know, hi, how are you doing? Uh, you look quite lovely and wonderful. You know, and we'd start from there. And I would, like, me being the social person that I am, I would say, or I would ask, like, so how did you find, you know, the musical or the event or whatever it is? And then basically that's the gateway, the entryway into just, like, a boatload of topics. And yeah. that's where my magic works. But to just, like, approach someone on the street can't do it you know like it's just i have no context to like like start a conversation it's like yeah. it's like someone like it's like why, why would i say to someone when i just approach them like that like so uh you know i i thought you looked really pretty so i, I thought i'd come over and say hi like that's kind of weird you know like i can't start off with that like yeah. what, what do i say right so but it would work right like that's the saying like yeah. it just depends mm-hmm. on the context and how you say it right yeah exactly yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, and another funny thing is we actually grew up very close to to each other and we didn't know our parents lived five minutes away from each other wow. and we took the same bus every day to work and to school but we never crossed paths and I just every morning I'd, I had a long bus ride to, to work so I'd be sitting there daydreaming and you know sometimes I think like oh it'd be nice to you know meet a cute guy on the bus or something it's not the most romantic <laughs> but like thinking back now if we had actually been on the same bus and we met that would have been kind of fun yeah. yeah, just imagine Definitely. what you had said to her while you guys are sitting on the bus. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, complimenting her, her shoes, her bags, everything, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Especially yeah. if you're dressed up, I would say, oh, you look very nice. Are you headed into work? And then that, again, would start that boatload of conversa- of like <laughs> topics. Real. Yeah, like, yeah. So where do you work? Oh, that's great. What do you do? Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So yeah. did you study something to like related to your field? And then it just goes from there <laughs> right so at least you got confidence man you know yeah yeah so it definitely works uh in conclusion uh do you guys have anything uh like to add before you know we end this uh, episode of this podcast um i i feel for people honestly yeah finding a, a relationship these days is so extremely hard i just i feel like our generation has it worse than the previous generation yeah. and i don't know why yeah. but 
it's hard. Don't let it get to you. It's not the end of the world if you're not a relation in a relationship. Take the time to, to be single and enjoy your life. Um, and, and don't give up hope. Set your mind on, on what it is you want for your life, and you will make it happen. Okay. Those wise words. Can you top that? <laughs> Very wise words. Oh, I, I definitely cannot top uh, Layla with her wisdom, you know, mashallah. But uh, I would say that, uh, you know, it is difficult. It is hard. But, you know... Every person is a beautiful human being and a beautiful person and contributes something and has something that nobody else has. And at the end of the day, never give up. Always keep persisting. Um, things will work out, inshallah. And God is there with you. If you're a good person and you're doing good, God is there for you. He's going to back you up and help you out. He's going to remove obstacles for you. You will find the right person as long as your intentions are good and you're you're clear with what you want and uh it's hard but just keep persisting never give up and yeah i'm not sure what else to add but uh i had a lot more in my mind but i'm starting to lose it <laughs> um yeah. yeah that's pretty much it just uh just keep it going and eventually it'll happen inshallah Okay, that's some positive words to keep at that. <laughs> so thank you guys so much, uh, Zach and Layla, for being on this uh, episode of the Somali Nova. I really appreciate it. Especially thank the you. first couple. Uh, I'm actually <laughs> <laughs> recording us. So yeah, so uh, I'm glad to talk to you guys, especially since like I learned about it last year uh, from him. So I was like, I need to interview you guys. <laughs> especially <laughs> since you guys match up. Most matches actually working out, which is rare in my mm -hmm. opinion. Because like, uh, obviously, like, you guys are not Somali, but, like, all my Somali friends have not worked out. And, like, they had to talk with friends and get hooked up from family and stuff like that. So, the fact you guys matched and it's actually been working and, you know, inshallah leads to marriage. Inshallah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm glad it's, it's working out. So, like, this is actually a very hopeful episode compared to the other ones where it's <laughs> usually just guys kind of, like, bitter or kind of, like, kind of saying, hey, you know, like, they're kind of, like, doing their own thing. So, I'm kind of glad, like, it's adding in the positive note. So, Thank you guys, I really appreciate it. It's going to be a really good positive episode for a lot of people listening in, so thank you guys. Appreciate Inshallah, it. for sure, and thank you for having us. We yeah. appreciate it, and it was, a, uh, it was a good time, a good experience, and we're happy to try and give advice, and hopefully, Inshallah, we were able to help some people. But, yeah, uh, yeah good vibes and positive vibes to everybody. I know that uh, it's tough, but you can make it. If, yeah. if we did, alhamdulillah, you can too. Any, anything else you want to add, Just Leo? thank you for having us, and I wish you all the success in your podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, so, everybody, uh, I'm the Somali Nomad. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, catch you guys later.